Welcome back. Thank you for checking out this bonus edition of the 12 Kyle podcast. I'm 12 Kyle. Check this out. <laughs> On this episode, what I want to talk about is teachers. At the time of this recording, <laughs> Uh, the school year is upon us, depending on where you live. Um, I live in Metro Atlanta and in some Metro counties, school actually started last week. Uh, at the time of this recording, my kids will start school tomorrow. Um, what's interesting is, is that uh, I was listening to my man. King Germ and Queen Germ, uh, the Frocast, dope, dope podcast. You should check them out every Friday. Um, I was listening to Frocast and they were talking about teachers and it got me to thinking about, you know, some of my teachers and then, you know, subsequently the teachers that my kids had. Um, so I wanted to get on here and just talk briefly about, you know, some of my favorite teachers. Uh, I had three favorite teachers uh in no particular order first well actually yeah this is an order number one the goat the greatest teacher of all time miss harris um miss harris was my fourth grade teacher um she taught every subject and uh miss harris was and still is very special lady um i knew miss harris because we went to the same church and if I'm not mistaken, Miss Harris and my mom were classmates. Either they were in the same class. I know they went to school together. I'm, I can't, I don't know if they were in the same class, but nonetheless, Miss Harris was dope, dope teacher. She taught me fourth grade, all the subjects of fourth grade, math, science, language arts, and social studies. And the thing that, you know, really made her stand out to me was like, she always empowered her students and i mean this is the 80s right so this <laughs> there was no computers there was no i mean well no there were computers but we didn't have computers in our class we had to go to the we had to go to the media center <laughs> to get on an apple computer and put in a little floppy disk um shout out to the floppy disk but the thing that i loved about miss harris is that she really empowered her students like she even at a young age, I could tell like she was the type of teacher who poured into her students and she made sure that, you know, we believed in ourselves. She showed the ultimate belief in all of her students, even the students that didn't necessarily make great grades. Right. Um, she did that. And I recognize that at a, a very young age, like she really believed in her students and she was always, always, always encouraging students, you know, to try harder or to do their best and things of that nature. I just remember that even being in the fourth grade. Now I'm gonna let y'all in on a little secret. Uh, <laughs> and it's not why I call her the goat, but in fourth grade, I got all A's. <laughs> so, I mean, I think that had something to do with not only my scholastic aptitude, um, but it also had a lot to do with, you know, my teacher. And that was Miss Harris. And um, subsequently, never got all A's after that. But 
<laughs> that's another story for another day. But um, yeah, man, Miss Harris is dope. I got a chance to see. I saw Miss Harris when um a couple of months ago. Got went back to the crib, uh, Florence, South Carolina. Um, and uh, I saw her at a funeral and um gave her a hug and everything. It's great seeing her. She still looks the same, she's just a little older, but um shout out to Miss Harris, man. She is she's one of the best. She taught me at McLaurin Elementary School, fourth grade. Um next up, my second favorite teacher was also my mentor in high school, a guy by the name of Rick. Ostrander. We used to call him Strand. Strand, man, listen, Strand was, and I think I've touched on Strand a couple of times in this podcast, but um, Strand was a funny dude. He was controversial, and I'll get into that in a second, but he was um, a funny dude. Now, keep in mind, I went to a high school. My high school is Wilson High School in Florence, South Carolina. Um, at the time that I went to school, Wilson was probably about 90% black and 10% white. And Strand was a white teacher. Uh, he taught social studies. He taught economics, um, U.S. government, and world geography. And um, Strand probably was the most fun teacher at Wilson High School. And the reason being is that he made learning so much fun like <laughs> i remember he made up a rap song and he made up a rap song and then the rap song the rap song contained every country on the continent of africa and you had to learn the rap song and that was just a fun way of because i mean it was 1991 who didn't want to rap in 1991 right <laughs> so Everybody had to learn the rap song. It was that I, I don't even know if we had a name for it, but it was a song, and you learned how to you learned about the the countries uh, in Africa just from rapping. I mean, he made uh, he made he made it fun, man. He I remember he had this. Uh, we were in what was I, I can't I think it was um, I can't remember what class it was, but he had this uh, thing. That he used to do every year, it was called the bulb eating con the bulb eating show, and <laughs> I know what you think. He would take a light bulb, and he would literally and figuratively eat the light bulb. Now I know what you're thinking: Why on earth would a high school teacher eat a light bulb? He would do it and do it in such a way that it would not cut his mouth or his tongue or anything. He would literally eat a light bulb in class. How he would do it, he would basically bite into it and chew on it. And his theory was that if you chewed on it long enough, the saliva in your mouth and the enzymes break down and kind of, you know, I don't know, soften the edges of the um, glass or whatever light bulbs are made of. And he'd do that every year and it would bug us out. Like I, I, I've, I, I've seen him do it three or four times. And it, each time that he did it, it was crazy. And I mean, like, and he'd show you his mouth. There was not a cut 
And and this is a brand, I mean, like literally a brand new light bulb that he would pull out of a box. It wasn't fake. It was a, you know, I don't know, general electric light bulb. And he would eat, eat the light bulb in class. But I mean, like he would do stuff like that. Um, again, I mentioned Strand was white. Strand would, <laughs> Strand would come, he would come to school in like a suit, like a three-piece suit and some Jordans or some Nikes, you know, some high top Nikes or something like he, he never wore dress shoes. He always would wear sneakers and he coached football and, you know, he, uh, he's, he used to tell people, he's like, people just think I'm just a dumb football coach. He's like, I'm not a dumb football coach. It's like, I'm a great teacher. And he really was. And Strand was the type of person that, I mean, like literally and figuratively, like there was no middle ground. Like people at our school, they either loved Strand or they hated him. Like there was no in between. Like the administration, the other, the other teachers, most of the teachers, I would say, they probably respected him, but they didn't like him. And Strand had this. He was the leader of our drug prevention uh, group called Teen Institute at our school, and so he got a bunch of kids in the school to not do drugs at a time where mm, a lot of kids were doing drugs. And so we had this huge thing, this teenage, this, um, excuse me, this um, drug prevention group that was pretty popular in our school. And it went, went to other schools and kind of spread the message or whatever. It was like dare, but it was like on steroids, dare on steroids, much, much better than dare. But um, Strand led the way. And again, you know, there was a lot of hate, a lot of jealousy and envy, um, you know, rumors. I mean, there was rumors of people, people like, oh man, y'all, y'all run around with Strand. He's, he's got a cult. He's, he's, you know, cause he's this white guy that has all these black kids that love him and follow him. So, you know, I heard rumors that he had kids with some of the students and I mean, like all kind of crazy shit. But um, again, you know, you either liked him or you hated him. There was no in between, but Strand, great teacher. He made, he literally made class fun. I mean, like you would uh oh one thing he used to do all the time like if you said a word that was like an ebonics word he would write it on the board case in point this girl named tanya she was like she was like uh she was like coach coach australia i think we had to we had to get uh the two of them um to come to the gym and he was like well what do you mean she was like you know what i'm saying like both of them and he stopped class and then he go to the right side of the board and he write both of them b-o-f-f-u-o-u-m both of them and so like and he'd leave that word and so like the class would laugh everybody would he would leave that word on the board so every subsequent class could come in and see whatever the word was that somebody said so and i think sometimes kids would just say stuff i mean because we speak in slang and you know like i said a bunch of black kids sometimes but he was kind of in a roundabout way trying to teach us to not speak uh crazy or anything like that but just be conscious of when we speak in slang and when we're speaking like how we're supposed to be speaking in class but it was always funny it was always funny to come sometimes you come in class like i had this class later in the day you come in class and there'd be like seven different words on the board all you know ebonics and slang so um and, and it would be from white people and black people. So it was always funny. But Strand, man, um, 
passed away a few years ago, man. Uh, like I said, he coached football too. So uh, I, he was definitely uh, my mentor in high school. Um, somebody that I really, you know, took a liking to and had a lot of love for. And um, he's definitely missed. But yeah, one of my favorite teachers uh, when I was in school. And um, last but not least, uh, I got to go with a guy who coached me in football, Coach Virgil Wells. Uh, Coach Wells, he taught PE. <laughs> um, and what was interesting was like Coach Wells, he didn't really have a lot of uh he didn't really have a lot of work for us to do per se in PE, but you know, when he gave an assignment, like he expected it done, like he'd say, Hey, well, you know, you got to read this chapter and write a report on this and it's due by Friday. And like, there was very little instruction in his PE classes, you know, cause we did, we did a lot of different things in PE, but um, he would actually assign homework in PE. And I was like, man, who, who assigns homework in PE? But um, coach Wells, he, he was my head football coach. Um, I spoke spoke about him, you know, several times on this podcast. Uh, you know, some of the life lessons that I got from Coach Wells, I still carry with me to to this day. Um, one of the biggest things that I get from Coach Wells is that he would always say, um, "You got to have respect for time. Time waits for no man. It's the most valuable asset that we have, and we cannot afford to waste." And those words still reign true to me to this day. And like, you know, I'm he was always a stickler for time. So like I became then a stickler for time. Like I hate being late to anything. I would rather show up 20 minutes early than to be five minutes late. It's just, I don't care where I'm going. I don't care if it's work. I don't care if nobody even cares. Like if my kids say, dad, we got to be there. And it starts at three 30. I'm trying to be there at three 50. It's just, it's just in me. I don't like being late to anything. And I got, you know, coach Wells to thank for that. But, um, he gave us life lessons and um, I, I'll always appreciate, you know, what coach Wells did for us and everything like that. Um, rest in peace to him too, as well. I mean, he passed away when I was in college and I never really got a chance to tell him, you know, how much his words and, and his encouragement meant to me because if coach Wells didn't believe in me, there's no way that I would have ended up at South Carolina state and probably wouldn't be talking to you now. So, <laughs> um, and my kids, uh, they, they've had some great teachers, uh, my kids have all, all of them went to the same elementary school uh, from our oldest, Dion, to our youngest, Skylar. And it's always interesting to me to hear them talk about their teachers because all of them are older now. And as they get older, I mean, Skylar, she's the youngest. She's at the time of this recording, she's headed to middle school. But to hear them talk about their element, because elementary was the only grades where they had some of the same teachers because they all went to the same elementary school at obviously different times. But um, to hear them talk about their teachers is just so funny. And I'll be honest, because they went to like the same school at different times, because when Dion was in fourth grade, Cameron was in first grade, you know, they're spaced out. And then by the time Cameron left elementary school, Brandon got there. And so like, well, Brandon, they, Brandon was there in kindergarten or whatever. But what I'm saying is like some of their teachers that have overlapped, like I can't, my memory's bad. Like I was, you know, we'll sometimes we'll talk about it and they're like, well, yeah, you remember we had Miss Miss Jones. And I'm like, uh, which one of y'all had Miss Jones? And like, oh, me and Cameron had, okay, okay, like that. So I'm, I don't remember a lot of the stuff, but their, their stories are funny. Um, they recently, 
a sad, a sad note. Um, their music teacher, and I think all of them shared the same music teacher. The guy was there this long, um, like a year, maybe like two years ago. He got busted for like a child pornography ring. Like he had like these pictures of not any kids at the school, but like he was in some type of child pornography thing or whatever like that. And he was using, you know, they confiscated his computer and he got arrested and sent to jail. And like when the word got to my sons, they were like, yo, man, we can't believe <laughs> they was like hurt. Um, Mr. Marshall, that's his name. Um, it's like, yo, man, I can't believe Mr. Marshall. So it's while it's not funny, it's it's just weird to hear them talk about Mr. And, and none of them never had any type of interaction or dealings with Mr. Marshall. Uh, from what I gather, they didn't show anything that Mr. Marshall had to do with anything at the kids at his school. But he was into like child pornography, which is sick. But OK. Um, but nonetheless, they, they all had, you know, some of the same teachers, um, probably, you know, their favorite and, and my favorite uh, Coach Lindsey. Uh, Coach Lindsey is uh, a fellow South Carolina State alum. Um, she actually, she worked with me because she was one of our trainers for our football team. And um, so me and Coach Lindsey go way back. Me and my wife and Coach Lindsey go way back because obviously my wife went to school with us as well. So, you know, to hear them talk about Coach Lindsey and such glowing references is is always fun. But you know, I like the fact that my kids have had, you know, very good experiences with their teachers for the most part. We haven't had any issues with any teachers and they've gone to pretty good schools. I mean, I must say that I I can honestly say that my kids and I tell my kids this all the time. Like you guys go to school, went to schools way better than the schools that we went to, because at the time that I came through school in the state of South Carolina, the education system sucked. <laughs> and you know what? In South Carolina, the education system probably still sucks, but um, you know, you you do what you can, but um, but yeah, I and I think ultimately, um, one of the things that you know King Germ mentioned in their podcast was um, a black male teacher, and it made me think. Like, I think King Germ said that he never had a black male teacher in high school. I mean, in any any years in the school. And when he said that, it made me think, I'm like, yo, when did I have a black male teacher? Because like my kids at their elementary school, they had black male teachers. Um, Mr. The aforementioned Mr. Marshall was white, but that's not the story of another day. Um, but they did have black male teachers. And at one point they had a black male principal. But when Germ said that, I'm like, yo, when did I, did I have? And I thought about elementary school. I didn't have any black male teachers. In middle school, I had there was one black male teacher that I can remember, but he was over the study hall. He was a coach over the study hall. So that really don't count. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And so, like, I can't I didn't have a black male teacher until I got to Wilson. And I was a junior in high school. I literally had gone 11 years of schooling before I had a black male teacher. And what was interesting was that black male teacher, uh, he would indulge in alcoholic activities. Um, he, <laughs> I talked about this on a podcast before, but he would take 
like he had an ice tray, right? That he would keep in the teacher's lounge and he would have the ice tray. And what he would take, he would do is he would take vodka. He pour a little bit of water in it, in the ice trays, and then pour the rest of vodka in the ice tray. So it would freeze up. Now, I don't know that vodka freezes up, but ice freezes. I mean, obviously water freezes into ice. And so before class would start, he would have one of the students. He was like, hey, can you go get my ice tray? And he would take the ice cubes and put them in his cup and would be teaching us and drinking at the same time. And it wasn't until like midway through the year that one of the other students told me, she said, yo, she was like, you know, it's vodka in in that cup, right? I was like, huh? She was like, yeah. She told me the whole thing of how he does it. I mean, he did that for years. But um, yeah, didn't really have, I mean, other, I mean, Coach Wells was black, but again, you know, he was PE teacher, but there was... There was um I, we I know we we had a few I did have another um I had a chemistry teacher who was was he biology I think he was biology biology teacher who was black um and he was good uh but yeah there weren't really a lot of black male teachers yeah at a black high school go figure um but nonetheless as the school year gets started I hope that you know those of you who have children um I hope that the, your kids have a successful and safe year um the thing i'll say this about teachers is that they are so underappreciated i think what we dealt with in this pandemic over the last couple of years particularly when the kids were at home uh we got a chance to see firsthand of how difficult it is to educate a child um you know it was a whole bunch of people especially a whole bunch of privileged people were looking the pandemic to be damned looking to pass those kids back off to the administrators because you know what they realized that teaching ain't easy at all and it's even harder when you have to try to teach your child um teachers are vastly undervalued and vastly underpaid um you know for the hundreds of thousands of dollars that we spend millions of dollars that we spend on other jobs i mean teachers get them give them a set i mean Really, teachers shouldn't be making any less than six figures. Nowhere. Anywhere. I mean, if you're especially those who've been in it for a while, I mean, and nobody gets into the profession to make a bunch of money because they know that, you know, the reality is that they're probably not gonna make, relatively speaking, compared to most. I mean, but it's stable and it's you know, benefits and the whole nine and you get the success and what have you. But um, yeah, pay them. Pay up. Nonetheless that's gonna do it for me ladies and gentlemen thank you for checking out this bonus edition of the 12 kyle podcast be sure to subscribe to the podcast because like this podcast drops on every well not every because from time to time this year we will drop bonus episodes on sundays but podcast drops every thursday you don't want to miss it so make sure that you subscribe the podcast is available on all platforms That's going to do it for me. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for checking out this edition of the 12 Kyle podcast. I'm your boy, 12 Kyle. I'll catch you guys next time. 5,000.